It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Welcome into the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm James Erpine. Great to be with you. On Twitter, at James Erpine, at Locked On Bengals. Subscribe, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever, and I mean wherever you get your podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Uh, a lot to get to, a lot to talk about, and I want to start with quarterback rooms. By the way, I'm feeling good today. I'm feeling good today. I'm back into it, back into my routine, back into the swing of things. Got the gym in this morning. I gained like 72 pounds on vacation, so uh, I have to do like two a days for the next month to get it back, to, to get back to where I, I felt like I was. So uh, gym this morning, yoga later. And uh, pray for me because I, I'm so damn motivated to get back. I, I, honestly, I gained probably like four pounds on vacation, but I just feel like blah. So it's like, man, I better get back to it. But I'm feeling good today. I feel like I'm kind of back in the swing of things. I wish I was at the beach. You know, or I, I wish I was at a national park or something. I mean, I've been to a lot of places the past couple of weeks, but uh, it's great to be with you. Uh, I'm excited for this. I'm excited for the next couple of weeks, because it's really just like a, a precursor to training camp. And I have a lot of stuff I'm working on, ideas I'm coming up with for LockedOnBengals.com. And uh, one thing I, I posted there on vacation while I was out was the the dynasty that wasn't. And really, like it was like a five-minute video that uh, is, is up right now at LockedOnBengals.com about the dynasty that the Bengals could have become in the early 2000s had they not drafted Akili Smith and accept, accept, instead accepted Mike Ditka's offer, uh, trade offer to move up in the draft. And I do want to talk about that today. But I want to start with quarterback rooms. And I want to start, in, by, by the way, by quarterback rooms, I mean quarterback depth chart. And the depth chart uh, for the Bengals at quarterback is rough. And no, this isn't me crapping on Andy Dalton, but the Bengals, seriously, they have the worst 1-2 at quarterback in the division. And I was looking up odds today, and it's just it's crazy how many different odds there are, odds makers and, and different things that Vegas has put out there from one site or another site or another site, and they're all anti-Bengals. And, and I, I think a lot of it has to do with the quarterback room. A lot of it has to do with Marvin Lewis. And it's interesting to me because the more I think about it, the more I look at these quarterback rooms, who would you take? Baker and Tyrod, or Andy and Jeff Driscoll slash Matt Barkley. I'm not even going to put Logan Woodside in it because he had that off-the-field issue. I got a DUI or OVI or whatever. I don't think he's going to be really in play. I really don't. Maybe I'm wrong. Could be wrong. I've been wrong plenty of times before. So far, though, that's just how I feel. I don't think he's going to be the backup. And, and so I just I look at this team. And let's say you're not high on Andy. And I'm lukewarm on Andy. I think he's okay. I, he's not great. He's not bad. He's in the realm of Tyrod Taylor. Slightly better, but he's like a Tyrod Taylor. Well, the Browns still have the better quarterback room because they have Baker Mayfield as their number two. 
right? And, and it wouldn't shock any of us if Baker Mayfield was their number one and Tyrod Taylor moved back to their second second stringer early in the year. And so to me, this is the first time in quite some time where the Browns, I like where they're at at quarterback better than the Bengals. In fact, I can't remember the last time I would say that. Honestly, I mean, maybe early 2000s because Tim Couch, everyone says he was a bust. He was really talented, though. Like, Achilles Smith was a bust, like a huge bust, um, just because he wasn't that good. Uh, Tim Couch, I believe, had talent. That's something I believe in. But it, even so, like, Kelly Holcomb in 02. But see, the Bengals had Kitna. They're like the same guy. That There really hasn't been many times since the Browns came back in, in 99 where they've had a better quarterback room than the Bengals. And so I think this is the first year of that. Who would you rather have, Joe Flacco and Lamar Jackson or what the Bengals have? And so I, I think it's it's very concerning looking at this quarterback room, this quarterback depth chart, as they say, for the Bengals because, honestly, it's not that good. It's the weakest it's been in quite some time. And I... If I'm them, and they haven't done this, so they probably won't, but like a Matt Moore's out there. Derek Anderson, I think, is available now, but like Matt Moore, do it. Do it to it. I mean, go get him. Like, I would love a Matt Moore over a Matt Barkley. Like, what were they thinking? And so, yeah, when I see odds, like this is from the Action Network, the odds to win the AFC North, the Steelers, the heavy favorites, minus 280. The Ravens plus 430 coming in at second. The Bengals at plus 1075. I mean, yeah, that's that's about right. And then the Browns at plus 1325. Call me crazy. Say say I'm insane, especially a day after I said if everything goes right, the Bengals will make the playoffs. And I, I still believe that. But everything goes right means Andy Dalton stays, stays upright. There's no one behind him. No one. That can do it. It could be you, me, or, or anyone else that you know. It isn't going to go well if Andy goes down, and I think that that matters. There's no one to keep this team afloat. And I don't even mean serious injury like out for the year. I mean like if Andy gets injured for four games, this season's done. you telling me Matt Barkley can go 2-2? Two and two? No way. Even if they're playing Cleveland twice and whoever you want to say. No way. He's not going 2-2. Two two. Jeff Driscoll? Probably not. I shouldn't say no way, but I'm going to anyway. No way. This team needs Andy to stay healthy. It's the first time in quite some time it's been that way. That obvious. There's been such a gap between the first and second string. And I think a Matt Moore would close it. So, and I really didn't lead off with this, and I didn't really plan on it, but maybe that's it. The Bengals need to look at a backup quarterback. They need to go after some kind of free agent who's played in the league and been okay. Matt Barkley, good. Matt Barkley, okay. He's not okay. He's not good. He's bad. And if Matt Barkley's bad and Jeff Driscoll's never played, who do you got? And some are going to say, oh, well, he completed almost 60% of his passes. He's thrown 18 picks and eight touchdowns. He has a, a career quarterback rating of 63.7. Matt Barkley isn't good at all. And look, you, you might say, heck, there might be a time this year where I, I have to interview him, and that's fair, and I'm not trying to be mean to him by any stretch. Didn't play last year. 
So go get someone. And people are going to say Colin Kaepernick, the, the dude is suing the league. No one's signing Colin now. It, that, that's a whole different issue. It's not going to be Colin. But Matt Moore, someone like that, sure, do it. I get it. I understand it. I, honestly, I, I think that there's a, a player out there, in because I brought up Colin, you guys are going to rip me. But the point of the, the fact of the matter is this. I watched Johnny Manziel, and I'm kind of ranting now, but I watched Johnny Manziel go to pro days. I watched Johnny Manziel try to show off and, and show, not show off, show that he still had ability and that he wanted to play and that he was in good shape. How many pro days did Colin Kaepernick go to? How many workouts has Colin held for teams? And that's what pro days are. That's why Manziel went there and he didn't get signed and he went to Canada. Like, that's the thing is, is in, you may hate this. You may hate me saying this, but I think what Colin Kaepernick is doing is he views it as bigger than football. And so him being out of football is giving him honestly more of a platform to do it. So I, I don't know if he even really wants to play football anymore. I know Johnny did. And I know the, the, the two are, are not in the league for different reasons. I'm not saying that. I'm not comparing them uh, the reasons they're not in the league. I get it. I understand the gripes. The point is, is I'm not sure Colin, who wants to do a bunch of different things off the field to improve society, I think we can all agree there that that is his goal, whether you agree or disagree with his methods. He wants to do that over being a football player. So this didn't mean to become a, a Colin Kaepernick topic. But the point is, is the Bengals' backup quarterback possession stinks. And I don't trust it one bit. And so these odds keep coming out. It, it almost seems every day there's more odds. And every national media outlet is low on the Bengals. And I think a big reason why is uneasiness with their quarterback play. Period. I'd be, I'm uneasy about Andy Dalton, as are most of you. He's so much better than the next guy. Like, think about that. Like, I'm worried about how Andy throws the deep ball this year to Ross and A.J. Green and how he fits in this new offense. And I think he could do well. We'll see. I hope he doesn't get happy feet in the pocket. I hope that doesn't translate from last year and the year before because now the line should be better. But if it does, they're in trouble because he's the best thing they got by a long shot. Like, if, if Andy throws six interceptions in the first two games within a span of five days against the Colts and the Ravens, they have no one, no one to put in. Andy could start. The, he could be, it could be the worst season of his career, six games into the year, and they have no one to be like, yeah, we're going to start this player. No chance. Tyrod Taylor does that. They got a guy. Joe Flacco does that. They got a guy. Ben Roethlisberger, he won't do that, but they still got a guy. And if I'm the Bengals, I would go after a guy like Matt Moore. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. That was kind of a rant there. But uh, either way, I, hopefully that, that made sense with the, the Kaepernick stuff. Because I, I, I felt it going there. I felt, as I was saying it, that you were probably in your car, wherever you were at. And you're like, ah, Colin. And I'm like, no, I don't think any team's going to go after him now. I think it's, it's kind of pretty much done. I think it's done as far as the whole Kaepernick thing goes. Up next... Let's talk about the dynasty that wasn't and why I disagree with the video that's on LockedOnBengals.com. We'll get to that next on the Locked On Bengals podcast. 
We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. And I posted a video at LockedOnBengals.com. And it's, uh, it's the main story right now. And it says, uh, it, it's basically about the Bengals and not trading Akili Smith or, or the decision to draft Akili Smith and not trading that pick and what it could have meant to the organization. And it goes on about how it could have led to the Bengals drafting Drew Brees and it could have led to them drafting multiple significant pieces for the team. And, and, and it's, it's really well done. I mean, really well done. Here's why I don't buy it. I don't buy it because the Bengals were going to screw it all up. If they would have traded back, I, I'm friends with, I've talked to plenty of players that were on those pre-Marvin Bengals teams. And the culture was just broken. The culture was crap, and even really talented players that came in here after a couple years, they were so beaten down and tired and sick of it that it was just done. So it doesn't matter. Quite honestly, it doesn't matter what they would have done. They needed to hit rock bottom, and they did in 2002. And Mike Brown then had to go out and get Marvin Lewis. In 2003 on, I, I look, I get it. that All those draft picks, what they could have done, and oh my gosh, this quarterback or that quarterback, and, and the video has them taking Drew Brees, and, and it's really cool, and it sounds great. But honestly, Drew Brees wouldn't have been that good here. Not without Marvin, and that's how kind of how it goes. It's a really cool. It's like five minutes long. I was going to play it on here, but it plays much better with video. So check it out at LockedOnBengals.com if you haven't yet. But if they made that trade with the Saints, the Ricky Williams deal, and they got all of these picks, you think, like you, you really think that the the Bengals would have been that good. Like, think about that. Think about how bad the Bengals were, who they drafted, even, seriously, even like the the really, really good members of those Bengals teams hated it here. Corey Dillon, Takeo Spikes, Brian Simmons, Justin Smith, and I know he played under Marvin for a while, but the, the point being, sometimes you need a culture change. And no matter who came here, like if they would have drafted, I'm the biggest Tom Brady fan. I think Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback ever. If they drafted Brady, he wouldn't be the guy he is today. Because the culture was so bad that not like one man wouldn't be able to overcome it. He just wouldn't. And, and that's why Carson, heck, Carson w- was the guy, right? Carson was going to be Drew Brees before injuries. And it was, I was talking to my, uh, a few people about this. The elbow did Carson in for a while. It wasn't the knee. 06 Carson? 07 Carson? 
didn't have a defense. And uh, then the elbow in 08 kind of slowed things down and, and kind of hampered Carson for a bit before he rebounded and did well in Arizona. But overall, I just I don't think that the Bengals, regardless of what they did pre-Marvin, unless they got a culture changer at coach, unless Mike Brown was willing to listen to whoever the head coach was. Dick LeBeau's a great coach. Couldn't succeed in Cincinnati. Dick LeBeau's a great coach. You could argue he's a better defensive coordinator than Marvin. You could argue that he ha- he would have a had a would have had a shot to succeed here in Cincinnati, but it would have had to be because Mike Brown changed the culture and and allowed him to do what was necessary to win, and he only did that with Marvin. That's it, and so that's the one plus I guess to tie it back to now to Marvin staying here is maybe Marvin got Mike to change enough. We saw the trade that they made to get Cordy Glenn. Maybe he made him change enough to have success sooner rather than later. Now, that doesn't mean I trust Marvin in the playoffs. It doesn't mean I trust this organization to win a bunch of games this year. not saying any of that. But what I'm saying is, is the one guy that's been able to get to Mike Brown and convince Mike Brown of some stuff. Like, I heard a story about how small the towels were for the players when they showered pre-Marvin. And Marvin was like, what? Like, it, it was such a crazy time. They had stool, like, the, these really cheap chairs to sit at, like, all these different things that were just normal things for organizations the Bengals didn't have. And Marvin Lewis helped change it. In his small things that matter a lot when you're showering a bunch after practice and you're giant as little towels. Like, these men are giant. Like, you go into a locker room. And they they make the biggest guy you know probably look small. Most of them. Most of these these NFL players. They need multiple towels, some of them. And you know, you know, especially if you gotta dry your hair off and stuff, like some of them with long hair, you need multiple towels. Put it up like like your mom used to. Wrap your head around I'm just kidding. But the point is Marvin changed a lot here, and I don't think regardless of who they traded for or if they traded for a bunch of picks, that it would have impacted much for the Bengals. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. Thank you so much for listening today. We, uh, I, I have a lot planned. There's a, a series I'm, I'm thinking of doing, and it'll be like a position-by-position position breakdown, kind of a foreshadowing pre-training camp preview that I'm going to do for LockedOnBengals.com. We're going to get the writing going, churning out articles uh, very, very soon. As far as the podcast goes, we're back at it. This is it. We're doing it every single day right here on the Locked on Bengals podcast. So do me a favor. Tell one of your friends that's a Bengals fan about the Locked on Bengals podcast. Show them how to subscribe, whether it's iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app. Heck, they could go to our website, LockedOnBengals.com. Every podcast is posted there as well. Do that for me because it... The word gets out, and this is the number one spot for Bengals training camp coverage. Exclusive interviews you're not going to hear anywhere else. Exclusive video at LockedOnBengals.com. Articles that you're going to get daily. I'm going to be at training camp. And I want you to experience it all, and you do that by subscribing to the podcast. Have a great night. Be back at it tomorrow. I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked On Bengals Podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.